If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. Folks, we're going on grid. This is Sports Grid. Get on the grid. Fantasy Football Frenzy. Welcome in, everybody. It is the Fantasy Football Frenzy on a hot Fuego Friday. I am your host, the closer, Chris Ventra, alongside the crew, the Fantasy Sharks, Fantasy Taz, Jim Day, and George Kurtz. What a what a Thursday night classic last night, huh, Jim Day? I actually liked it. Uh, it was definitely a lot better than I thought, and it was actually half. nice to see the Giants' defense play with a little heart, something we haven't seen them do in a while. Yeah, yeah, David Mayo. Um, yeah, that kid, that kid is balling out right now. He's all over the place, David Mayo, um, the linebacker for the New York Giants. And uh, I think it was uh, Golden, Marcus Golden, and then um, who's the other one? Lorenzo Carter. No, they played good as a unit. I don't yeah. want to single anybody out. They played a tough offense and, you know, uh, okay, well, maybe not a tough offense, but a tough offense. I'm Yeah, screw it. They haven't been playing <laughs> up to their potential, but they're still a tough offense. Right. Um, and, you know, they came to play, especially in New England. So I'm going to give them massive kudos for the game they played. They were definitely tired of hearing all the talk about New England. You could see it in their faces. Yeah, I thought maybe there was a chance at one point that we might win the game when uh, we came back down 14 nothing, made it 14-14, and, uh, you know, it all obviously fell apart after that. We just didn't have enough, the Giants didn't have enough, uh, you know, Weapons this game. I mean, Golden Tate was the only one who had a big game offensively here, George. Otherwise, 
same old uh, story. I mean, we kind of expected this. You know, it's funny. I, I don't know where, where to start here to make fun of you two guys. Uh, <laughs> uh, first, Chris, you know, maybe they would have done a better job if you would have played more, since, you know, all the wees and you're on the team. Uh, you know, if you maybe, they, you know, maybe they'd have thrown the ball to you more, you would have won. And uh, I guess the smart ass of me wants to say, you know, Giants played a great defense. Yeah, you'll have 340 yards passing and 100 yards rushing. Okay. You know, okay, that, that's nice. Uh, I think, listen, truth is, I don't is, think... Is this is coming from the Dallas Cowboys fan whose team I'm in a bad you know, mood decides you know which week it wants to play? I'm to, I think this is the week they are going to play, if that makes it a feeling better. I know Edward brought out a stat today about Dallas. Oh, they're top nine in passing yards. Yeah, that's great. How about not throw the ball to the other team? You know, maybe you win some games. Yeah. Uh, and it helps that. Uh, I think Edward brought that up because he's been ripping Dallas apart all week. Uh, I, I'm not. I'm not impressed with New England. I'm not impressed with that offense at all. If you watched, I know I mentioned to Jim before the show. If you watched that game, uh, New England Washington last week, it was the same game. New England couldn't do anything in the first half. Sort of figured things out in the second half. You know, I, th- I think they are, as Jim mentioned, playing down to their competition a little bit. But I don't think that offense is all that good. I think New England needs to make a move here. Uh, they got two weeks till uh, trade deadline here. I think they need to call Cincinnati. See if AJ Green. They can probably uh, Green away here. Uh, I mean, OJ Howard's probably a shot in the dark. I think it was Chris uh, or maybe uh, Dan Strafford on the update that mentioned uh, maybe Gronk comes back. I think he does, actually, uh, eventually. But that might be... Anything that gets him off the air is good by me. Oh, he was terrible. He was terrible. (laughs) I'm like, are you... Where, where did you come up with this damn squirrel story? Get the heck out of here. Yeah. They uh, said they were going to do, they want to do more taped segments with Gronk. Yes. Okay. You got to do tape because you can't have him live. That was bad. Yeah. Tape might be better. It certainly can't be any worse. And there was a thing uh, I noticed last night. I don't know if you guys picked up on it. Uh, Tom Brady really wanted those rushing touchdowns. He scored two and he tried two other times. Yeah. I mean, uh, was there some kind of record for quarterback sneak he's going for as well? Because uh, if you remember last year, uh, when he was doing some of the kneel downs at the end, he was making sure he wasn't going to get a yard loss because he had he had a thousand yards. He didn't want to go back to nine ninety nine. Yeah, right, so, right. I remember that. Yeah. So I was wondering, was there something the quarterback sneaks last night? I mean, he had two and he tried two other times. So he was trying to get quarterback sneaks last night. Yeah, I'm sure Sonny Michelle, Brandon Bolden, and you know James White owners were real thrilled about that. But that kept dawning on me: is there some kind of quarterback sneak record that we didn't know about? Probably not. <laughs> I mean, Jim, you would know. I, I think it was more basically Belichick trying to. You know, basically doing what works. Throw some shade on everybody. Yeah, I mean, third and one. They first of all, nobody owns Brandon Bolden. Nobody started or owns Brandon Bolden. So third and one to run with Brandon Bolden on the goal line. I know they tried with Michelle before that, but that's just Belichick being a Michelle sucks at the goal line. Yeah, that's why they keep trying to find other options. Let's face it; he has a very bad track record. You know, inside that one or two yard line of scoring. Right. So that's why they're looking for other pieces. That's why Brady's taking it himself. So hard to stop Brady on that quarterback sneak. He's always been successful at that. He tried for the so three yard line. What, you know, works. The three yard line he tried. <laughs> My God. <laughs> How bad well, is this? Tom Brady's the greatest of all time. I'm surprised he doesn't try from the 14 sometimes. I know, right? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if he can run 14 yards. Dude, he could barely move. Yeah. I mean,. He could bear, he's a sitting duck. I mean, but he's good at the QB sneak. That's true. Uh, all you have to do is get a yard usually. But th- out of the three yard, uh, I don't know what they were thinking there. But I think you're right, George. I don't think this offense is that good. I think it's lacking talent. Um, you saw the tight ends yesterday were horrible. Uh, they can't block. They can't do nothing. Ryan Izzo is just bad. Uh, they I'm need curious a tight end. to what happens when they face a, uh, a, uh, a better offense. Right now, they're, uh, the teams they face are 7-22 combined. Best schedule I've ever seen, yeah. 
Washington, Jets, Giants, uh, Buffalo. Buffalo's a great defense. Offense is poor. Yeah. Uh, so I'd like to see what them what happens when they face a real offense. Yeah, let's see what happens there. The Giants actually have a real offense, but they were all out. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're well, not going to do much of Barclays they were all out. They're getting the pizza somewhere. Right. They're all they're all watching the game together in New Jersey. Yeah. So we'll see what happens when uh, that gets together there. But I want to see what happens with New England. I'm not saying the defense is bad, and Lord knows I'm getting tired of checking after every time New England plays, praying I'm not playing the New England defense. Right. You realize they have more; they're averaging more fantasy points than Ezekiel Elliott, Alvin Kamara, Carson Wentz. The list goes on; it's endless. It goes on and on. What his defense is doing here right now since 1950. Uh, I feel like Jim and Davis. You picked stats. them up off the waiver wire. You probably did because no one saw this coming. Right. But this is since 1950 that uh, as far as uh, the first six games, at the seventh highest scoring defense. And, look, and here's another five. stat along that same line. They've already scored 123 fantasy points in six games. That would have made them the number nine scoring defense all of last year. They already have five touchdowns, defensive touchdowns. The awesome Chicago defense last year only had six wow. all year. Remember the Eagles of a few years ago? Remember the Eagles? They were scoring defensive touchdowns all over the place. Yeah, yeah, they were. You're right. I mean, that's big, obviously. A lot of that comes schedule. from the people they face, though. Yeah, the schedule. I mean, it, it's pathetic. When did you ever pathetic. see such a soft schedule for a Super Bowl win? Never, never. All right, we're headed to it's break right now on division a hot sucks. Fuego Friday right here. Overreacting to the Thursday night game. Jim Day, George Curtis, for the first Daily DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Quake on Friday with the house music. This is old school right here. Which song is this? This is from this the is early 2000s. Got detention. This is early 2000s, Jim. This is old detention. school. Old school from the early 2000s. This That's just great. When techno first became a big thing, late 90s, early 2000s, this is one of the first songs. I, I, I don't know if it's San, that wasn't Sandstorm Darude, was it? No. No, right? That was the first house song ever, actually. Uh, that was popular, at least. But uh, welcome back. Fantasy Football Frenzy on uh, Halfway Go Friday. Jim Day, George Kurtz, your boy, the close of Chris Ventra. And later today, there will be a football game. <laughs> uh, old boy Alex Fasano down in the pit versus Bron- Barstool Brian, and I will be official quarterback of this game. You could watch it live on Periscope, on Gabe Morenci's Periscope. That's where we're going to be streaming it. We're going to film the whole thing because uh, there's a big beef. Who's a better football player between Brian and Alex? So that, we're going to check that out today. Can I come tackle him? It's two hand touch, Jim. You can. Yeah, well, that always goes out the window when I play. <laughs> we're going to the go Chelsea my, Park. Go back to my boys' clubs days, and that never worked there either. Yeah, we. I mean, I know. T- I only touched him with you. two hands. <laughs> it's called rough touch. That's what they call it. When uh, you tackle a little bit with the two-hand touch. Official quarterback. That's something I haven't heard. In a long a time, right? My God. Can I be official quarterback? Uh. <laughs> I'm official quarterback. I mean, listen, I got the arm. Um, Gardner Minshew. You know what I'm saying? With the Jaguars hat right now. Um, I just said, what happens, though, if I blow the game? You know, what if I blow it with a horrible pass? That's not on them. That wouldn't prove anything. So I got to make sure I'm matter. If you're the official quarterback for both sides, it is what it is. You're just like a referee on the field. Whatever happens, happens. Wow. We could use a ref, though. That would be good. Uh, even though I'm neutral in the situation. And I have Gabe ref. Yeah, well, maybe. See what Gabe's doing. He's always busy, though. You know, Gabe's on every single show, every single day, every <laughs> single hour. So you can catch Gabe at any time. Uh, fantasy football frenzy. We're talking Thursday night football. The Giants. Uh, yeah, like I said, you know, they, uh, they kept it tough in the first half. You knew it was going to get... They pulled away with it, the, the Patriots eventually. I mean, Hilleman didn't do much on the ground. We expected that. The only guy that you played well in the Giants. You missed your big opportunity. Who? You. Me with Hilleman? Oh, you could have gotten me to have a tattoo right now. Oh, that's right. 
With the, wait, was it the, uh, oh, plus 25. Yeah, 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 that's right. <laughs> wait, let's see. Uh, yeah. You got plus 21. Oh, yeah. Are you actually doing the math? No, I'm not doing 30, the math. 35 minus 14, <laughs> 21. I mean, it was closer. He had I to expected. take his sneakers off behind the, the desk there, George. <laughs> I had to count well, them on my fingers. Get the 21, he might have to take something else off, too. <laughs> oh, well, though. But yeah, I would have won that. What would you have gotten yeah, a tattoo that, of? That, that, that's only a half. Yeah. <laughs> it was close to the, the, the spread was close. Uh, if you teased it. <laughs> that's the only way, though. Um, otherwise, yeah. It looked worse than it was, though. You know what I'm saying? It looked worse than what. Only Giant to really do anything this game. I mean, Daniel Jones just didn't look that good. 15 for 31. Nah, he's got rookie-itis of holding the ball too long. Yeah, he holds the ball too long. That yeah. one pick where he got deflected should have just took the sack. One, he threw it right to Stephon Gilmore. It's right, you know, he's right there. I guess he yeah, didn't he see him. he made mistakes. Rookie yeah. mistakes. Uh, you know, look, he, the, the thing he's got that he's got to get rid of is not every single play has to be a positive play. It just doesn't. Right. Sometimes it's better off to throw the ball away than to take the sack or fumble it or try and throw up some desperation pass. And most rookie quarterbacks have to learn that lesson. That's what he has to learn. You're right. Almost every rookie quarterback has to deal with that because they're trying to be a hero. He was trying to chuck it up to somebody downfield. There was also coverage there, so who knows what happened. Um, but it got picked anyway because uh, it got deflected. So, yeah, one touchdown, three picks for Daniel Jones, 161 yards passing on 31 attempts. So he's going through that rough patch. Uh, yeah, also, he just doesn't have a ton of weapons. The throw to Golden Tate was nice. That was on the money. Uh, and Golden Tate, the only one with a really good game here. Six catches, 102 yards, and a touchdown on nine targets. Darius Slayton, only three for 32. Hilleman did nothing. Good thing I started Ronald Jones. Um, Patriots, Josh Gordon, once again. I mean, he would. Yeah, he looks We bad. don't know, though. I mean, he got hurt after that catch. Right? And he was pretty much out of the game. But he looked slow before the catch. I know. His freakish nature is just not there this year. Maybe it's passed him by. He let it go to waste. Uh, I'm done with starting Josh Gordon. That's it. I'm done with it. Like, I don't care what the matchup is. I don't trust him. You can't trust him. Uh, and, he, yeah, he got hurt right away. One target, one catch, seven yards. James White always doing his thing. Nine catches, nine targets, 46 yards. Killed it. Michelle... Uh, 22 for 86, but he didn't get that touchdown that he always needs. Uh, but he did have the two catches for 27 yards. Otherwise, that was about it. I mean, Edelman, 9 for 113. But you knew that was coming. 15 targets to Edelman. That's their only receiver, their only weapon right now. Him, James White, Sony Michelle, that's about it. So the Patriots definitely need something. How could you forget Brandon Bolton? Yeah, Bolton's just like a, <laughs> a like, you know, everybody's going to pick yeah. up, pick up Bolton on waivers, and we won't see him until week 13. Yeah, don't pick up Bolden. <laughs> don't pick up Bolden. He had two targets and three carries. Five total touches. Like he's not <laughs> But he'll get goal line work because I don't think they trust Sony Michelle with that job anymore. Yeah, if maybe. Sony Michelle is gonna score, it's gonna be from outside the five. Maybe. Or maybe it's just gonna be a that Tom Brady sneaks. And just, you know, Belichick as he does, screws everybody in fantasy, and that's how it goes. Uh but some of the latest. Well, at least we know we they can't use James Devlin against us anymore. Yeah, I know, right? That's always good. The less options, the better for uh, fantasy players out there. In terms of Patriots, uh, Hawkinson trending towards playing this week. We heard this yesterday, and it's 
looking good for Hawkinson, so whoever has him. David Cha- All of a sudden, David Johnson has a chance to play in week six. A chance? That doesn't sound so good. So hopefully you guys have Chase Edmonds out there if you, if you own David Johnson. Uh, they're saying Josh Gordon's injury isn't that serious, but like I said, I'm done with starting him until he comes back to relevance. Devontae Adams says he can't really tell when he'll be ready. That's, that's not a good sign uh, with the turf toe. And like we said before, we said this weeks ago, turf toe could be a serious injury. He might be out for weeks. We don't know. Uh, so it's not good. Probably not this week. And this sounds like, oh, he, he can't tell us when he'll be ready. That don't sound good. That could be two, three weeks. We don't know. So keep your eye on that. Hopefully you didn't trade for Devontae Adams recently. That's a little shot at someone in the pit right there. Optimism for Tyreek Hill that he will play in week six. So Tyreek Hill almost opened the baby, right Please, baby, please. Yeah, I could use some Tyreek Hill. Everybody could use a little Tyreek Hill in their lineups this week. Julio returned to practice Thursday. Thank God. Uh, Gurley remained sidelined Thursday with a quad issue. This is starting to become a little bit of an issue. <laughs> I mean, well, That's why they called it a quad issue. Quad issue. It's becoming a little bit of an issue. You have to maybe plug in Malcolm Brown if he can't go this week, and that stinks. Plus, they're talking about trying to get Daryl Henderson involved too, so that's going to become another cluster. That's great. I just <laughs> dropped Daryl Henderson. I had, him for, I had him for the first five weeks of the season for no reason. I have Gurley, Malcolm Brown, and Daryl Henderson. I dropped Daryl Henderson, and now you might need him. Imagine. This is how fantasy football goes. This is why I think O.J. Howard might pop this week. And I'm, I'm rolling with him. I'm putting him right in. Right in the lineup. O.J. Howard, hopefully he gets it done. We heard uh, Jameis Winston saying we need to get the ball to Mike Evans. Uh, that's how we're going to win football games. No, duh. I mean, he's your best wide receiver. I mean, Godwin's obviously becoming that player. But you got a lot of weapons out there. You should definitely be scoring points. Uh, Tampa Bay Bucks. that is. And they got a big matchup against division rivals Carolina this weekend. So there you have it right there. All the news. Am I missing anything? Anything important that I missed right here, Jim, uh, George? No? No, not really. I, nothing that I could see off the top of my head, dude. All right. There you go. We're about to head to break, but I want to break down these oh, games. Oh, except that Jalen Ramsey is back to being questionable again. Oh, of course. Back hurts. I feel like we expected that. Oh, my back, my back. The, the, the biggest excuse in the book for injuries. That's how you get yourself prescriptions uh, at the doctor. Uh, say hey, back that's hurts. That's how you win in tell. court all the time. Yeah. That's it. My back hurts. They can't tell. They'll never know. We said this before. When we come back, I want to break down the games, game by game. Carolina, starting with the Carolina Panthers, Tampa Bay Bucks is the early morning game, 930 in London. Interesting. Break that down after this fantasy football frenzy on Halfway Go Friday. Fancy Taz, Jim Day, George Kurtz, and your boy, The Closer, Chris Venture. We'll be right back. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. 
We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, people, put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com backslash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com backslash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. 
Go to FanDuel.com backslash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Right this minute. Right now. Go do it. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Do it. And back to you, Chris. Do it. Thanks, Bullwinkle. You think I didn't know that, right? Rocky and Bullwinkle? <laughs> I'm not too old for that, Bullwinkle. And that's what it exactly sounded like. Am I right? Is that who you were trying to impersonate? All right, here we of go. Of course it was. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. Jim Day reads, everybody. All right, Fantasy Football Frenzy on a funky Friday. That's what Jim Day wanted. Funky Friday. Funky. I'm with the halfway go Friday, so uh, we'll keep it like that. Big game today. Big game today. Check it out. Live stream. Wherever you could watch live streams. Periscope, <laughs> YouTube, wherever it is. And by the way, check us out every day on YouTube, 1 to 2 p.m. on the FTSY Sports Network, on the Sports Grid Network, on Zumo TV, Channel 719 as well, wherever you listen to podcasts. But let's break down these games, gentlemen. Carolina at Tampa Bay. At Tampa Bay. Uh, really not. It's at London. And the Bucks are plus two. Underdogs against the Panthers because the Panthers got that, that rock solid D. Uh, but <laughs> realize what I just said? That rock solid D. And then, um, you know, they also have Christian McCaffrey. So that's what, what, what that's, was fun, fun about that. You don't rock get it? Solid. You don't yeah. get rock solid D? All right. Don't worry about it. Is that a rapper name? <laughs> no. Nah. Nah, I'll, I'll tell you some other day. Um, I can't say it live on air right now. Oh. Uh, well, you, you kind of did. Yeah, but, you know, you got to get it. To get it. You know what I mean? I'm not going to explain it. I ain't plus, getting it. Plus 118 on the money line. I, I don't Tampa roll that Bay. way. Not that there's anything wrong with it, though. <laughs> plus 118 on the money line uh, for Tampa Bay. Minus 136 on the money line for Carolina. Over under 47. George, who do you like in this game? And uh, who do you like fantasy-wise in this game as well? Well, you're playing Tampa Bay, so you like everybody on the passing side. All right? It's one of those games where if you have anybody, uh, any receiver on Carolina, you're not starting him. Mm, why is he on your team? You know, unless right. you're really strong at receiver, Tampa Bay can't stop anybody through the air. Uh, maybe, maybe not start, starting Kyle Allen. I don't know who your other quarterback is, uh, but I lean towards starting him. The early, uh, I should say the early games, any game in England, they tend not to be high-scoring affairs. Uh, not all of them. Most of them seem to be blah games. The, uh, the turf can sometimes be a little rough there. So I always take that into consideration there. But all my normal characters are going here. Curtis Samuel certainly in my lineup this week. Uh, once again, it's against Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. You mentioned O.J. Howard. I have him in one league, so I, I, I think I had no choice. He has to start me, so I hope you're right about him. But if I had, uh, if I had another option, I'd go that, uh, that way. He's become that player now where if he's still on your roster, he pretty much has to do something before I put him in. You know, do anything, anything. Catch a couple of balls yeah. before I put him in there. Uh, Evans, baseball, obviously. Man. Godwin. Uh, Rojo, you mentioned him. Depends on who else is there. Only four teams are on by this week, so maybe uh, not every team is crushed. Right, right. Yeah, there you have it. So, Olsen, you're starting. Because like we know, the tight end landscape is tough and the matchup's beautiful. Uh, I, I don't know if I'd start Kyle Allen. I think there's better options. I mean, Kyle Allen hasn't been, you know, I mean, I, I know he's undefeated as a starter, but he's not that great of a quarterback. He hasn't really been getting it done like that. But this is a great matchup. DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel, I'm cool with both. Um, yeah, and Tampa Bay, Rojo. Godwin, of course, Mike Evans, of course, and O.J. Howard. I'm rolling with it because I think at this point in time, people are going to be like, oh, this guy doesn't even get targets. So he's out of the loop. 
Maybe they'll leave him open a couple plays. Maybe he gets like a 30-yard touchdown pass. Boom, he's right back in the loop. There you have it. Right there. Sure. It makes you weak. Yeah, maybe that happens. Yeah. Makes we'll you weak right there. That's 10 Nobody points Nobody cover right OJ. Leave OJ alone. <laughs> leave him open. Sure. Leave him open. Sounds like, he, sounds like he was playing Madden again. <laughs> I mean, listen, he doesn't get the targets. Maybe they'll sleep. Maybe they'll sleep on OJ. And all of a sudden, boom, he's wide open for a touchdown. I mean, you know they're going to be trying to lock up Godwin as much as they can. Mike Evans is going to get locked up. I mean, those, those are who they're going to be focused on. Uh, Howard should have his opportunities. I, I, if not now, then never. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's make it happen, won't OJ. Be the focus of the defensive attention. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's go, go to the next game here. Cincinnati at 1 o'clock at Baltimore. Bengals at Ravens. Bengals are completely defeated. Uh, don't have a win this season. Uh, and this is a division game, though. Plus 10.5 Cincinnati Bengals, Jim. Plus 400 on the money line. Minus 500 for Baltimore on the money line. Over under 48. Who do you like? And uh, tell me some fan- best fantasy options here. Oh, uh, let's see. Um, Hollywood Brown is, is still iffy, right? Last I saw, he was still, Oh, yeah. Uh, He's a game-time decision. Personal. Yeah, right. Okay. So that's an issue. Um I, I do like Lamar Jackson in this one. I think he's going to be able to, to do yeah. what he wants, whether it's on the ground or, or through the air. Just not sure if I like the passing options. I do think that Mark Ingram is going to eat in this one big time, uh, you know, against his Bengals defense that can't stop anybody on the ground. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I, I, the wide receivers get a little tough. I might, if I'm really desperate, I might take a shot on Willie Sneed. Um, especially with Hollywood Brown maybe not playing. Sneed might okay. be that tricky, you know, 10, 12, 13-point guy that if you really need desperate help, he might help you. Yeah. Uh, outside of that, it, it's really hard to really get a feel for any of the other guys on that Mark side. Mark Andrews. Uh, oh, Mark Andrews, yeah, sorry, good call, yes. Uh, I did forget about Mark Andrews, especially now that he practiced in full, so that's a good sign. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and, and he's a no-brainer. If he's on the field, you got to get him in there. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even, again, I wouldn't be surprised if we continue to see more Hayden Hurst on the field as well, which I which don't I like, but I they're love. obviously trying to get him out there. On the Bengals' side, you know, I, I think a, a Boyd is in play in this one. The Ravens haven't been able to stop opposing wide receivers. Uh, Alden Tate is still in play. Mixon, of course. Dalton, you know, I, I don't know if I'd run Dalton out in Baltimore if it was in Cincinnati if I absolutely had to but mm-hmm. you know now that we're outside of September and he's in Baltimore I don't think I can roll him out. Yeah, it's tough to tough to roll him out. I'm seeing Baker Mayfield in the pit league on the waiver wires by the way. Hey, he's not getting it done yet right now and now there's rumors out there spreading that they may trade o- Odell and everybody's freaking panicking. Oh, uh, not the pit league, the goon squad league. So shout out to the goon squad. Uh, somebody dropped Baker Mayfield. Kudos to him, whoever that was, because, uh, you know. I want to see understand. who's the first one to drop uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, yeah, I don't know if that's ever going to happen. You know he's going to yeah, have his but, pop. Uh, only because of his name, his play. If you just look at his numbers, and you, if if you labeled it Player X and you showed those numbers to anybody, they'd be like, hey, there's no way he's starting for me. Right. You're right. I, I think it's just that uh, people anticipate not so much uh, Aaron Jones touchdowns in the red zone. A little bit more of a balance. But still, you're right. I mean, it really hasn't been. I mean, we're talking five weeks here. Uh, maybe one game where he popped off pretty well. Otherwise, everything was under 20. 
fantasy points or even more. I mean, it was bad. Uh, but you're right. You're right about that. All right. There you have it. Cincinnati. Yeah, you know, everybody looks at Rodgers and say, well, this will be the week. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. One Not out against of five Detroit. so far. Not against Detroit. <laughs> no, no, but I mean, that's what they say every week. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, because, you know, it doesn't matter who the defense really is. It really doesn't. It really depends on, you know, them having the proper play calls and, you know, Rodgers being on target. If Rodgers is on target and you give him time, he's going to rip you apart and he could easily put up 350 yards and four touchdowns in any given week, except he just hasn't done it. Yeah, and you know what? I think without he could do that any given week, and you're right. But without Devontae Adams, I don't know if he can. I don't think he trusts. Yeah, he needs anybody a safety enough. blanket. Yeah, it, it looks like he's a d- totally different quarterback when Devontae Adams isn't on the field. Yeah, it's true. Uh, so you know, Geronimo didn't do anything. MVS didn't really do anything uh, without Devontae Adams on the field. So. Looks like a run game. LaFleur wants to go with Aaron Jones. And Jamal Williams looks like he might be coming back, too. So we could see him get involved, too. <laughs> stinks for <laughs> everybody. But, hey, that's the nature of the NFL, ladies and gentlemen. I, I want to go all Tory on him. Yeah, I know, right? There you go. <laughs> Here's my baseball bat when you need it. Look at this. Baseball references right here <laughs> from Jim Day. Hey, wait. Did I, did I hear on the commercial that somebody scored 10 runs in the first inning yesterday? I think, yeah. Wednesday, but yes. Wednesday. Wednesday? Who was it? Yeah. What team? Uh, St. Louis Cardinals. Ten runs against Falcon oh, and the Atlanta Braves. And, and the fact that Gabe was the all Braves. over the, Wiped them out. the Braves and the under. I would have loved to see Gabe melting down on oh, air. Oh, yeah. He <laughs> is <laughs> so fun when he melts down on air. He, he had a couple of bad, and basically he had a bad, bad back-to-back days because uh, that night, actually it was a, a bad day that night. We were, Everybody and their mother was on the Dodgers and the under against the uh Against the Nationals, I lost. We, uh, I mean, couldn't believe it that the not so much that the Nats won, but that the under didn't come in. Strasburg versus Bueller, and uh, that went down with tubes. And uh, yeah, not a good, uh, not a good Kershaw. day today. Kershaw the choker, they're calling him, coming yeah, to you yeah. every October. Wow, <laughs> that's that's funny though. That was a good one with the Joker picture, and he's got the LA Dodgers makeup on. Good stuff, good stuff right there. George Houston Texans at the Kansas City Chiefs at one o'clock. Chiefs, uh, Texans are plus four on the road here, plus 174 money line. Chiefs are only minus 200 money line, over under 55. This looks like a, a beautiful, this is where everyone's going to go on DFS in terms of stacks, Houston and Kansas City, right? Yeah, the problem is uh, for Houston, obviously you're starting Hopkins. <clears throat> you're starting fully at the big game. Stills is a, a game time uh, decision here, so you probably have to stay away there. I mean, Kiki Cutie, if Stills is going to be out, I wouldn't mind. Hyde Johnson. I mean, I Johnson's the better play, but I keep using Hyde more here. It's frustrating. Yeah. And if you need a desperate tight end, you might want to look to Houston, though. you got to pick Fells or Eakins. There you go. All right. Yeah. We'll be right back. We'll continue this game and some more games and some more jokes. In Fantasy Taz, Jim Day, George Kurtz, your boy, the close Chris Vancher. We'll be right back on a halfway go Friday. Woo! I'm Fantasy Football Frenzy. After our show yesterday, I got a very angry phone call from my sister because I bust your chops too much. She said, why are you busting on my favorite sports cast? There you go. It's real. I couldn't believe it. She flipped out on you a little bit, Jim? Oh, yeah. She was definitely all over it. There you go. I apologize. I told her I would apologize to you today. Thank you. That you are too stupid. I apologize to you. I accept your apology. See? Your sister's favorite. It's the truth. That's how true it is. Watch live weekdays, 1 to 2 p.m. Eastern on Sumo TV Channel 719. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast. To start listening. That's good. Good job for Bone. Like it. Promo. Killing it with the promo. Shout out to the pit. Shout out to the Green Squad. Shout out to everybody. You know what I'm saying? Getting it done. Win some ships this year, Green Squad. Hopefully, some guys in the pit. We'll see how that goes down. We're almost halfway through the season already. Time flies when you're having fun. Uh, no, uh, I wouldn't. I got a question in the chat. Would you stash Mark Walton of the uh, Miami Dolphins? My answer why? is no. Yeah, why? <laughs> why would you want to stash a running back on the worst offensive team in the league? No. No. The only running no. back that matters on that team is Kenyon Drake. <laughs> That's and it. he doesn't even matter after time. Yeah, a lot of times he doesn't because it's the Miami Dolphins. And they ruined everybody's fantasy chances at brilliance. Well, Preston Williams I do like this week. I mean, if you talk to Frank Stanfield, shout out to the BFFs, he, uh, he loves the Miami Dolphins stack this week. Josh Rosen for DFS, uh, Devontae Parker, Preston Williams. It's ugly, but it might just work. It might be so ugly, it might just work. Speaking of ugly, there's only one word to describe that game last night, and it was ugly. Ugly was the word to describe that game last night. There was no other word. I'll tell you that right now. It's the perfect word to describe it. Ugly. Because the Giants were ugly. Even the Patriots were ugly last night. So there you have it. Fantasy Football Frenzy on a funky Friday. Jim Day. 
Uh, and we were talking about Texans at Chiefs. And uh, George broke it down, gave you the Texans. You might want to start. I mean, I think it's okay to start Carlos Hyde at this point. He's getting all the touches on the ground. And he had the touchdown last week. He gets you a touchdown. thing is, you got to rely on that touchdown. I like Duke Johnson That's as it. well. If but, he doesn't get that touchdown, he gets you garbage. Right. But, you know, they are playing Kansas City. It's pretty awful uh, defensively. So Yeah, but the problem is, how much are they going to run? That, probably see, that's early on when you're dealing with a team like Kansas City it's you know how much do they get the chance to actually run before they're trying to you know play catch up with KC and that's always the problem trying to figure that out yeah I think they try to use them a lot early to keep KC offense off the field so that that's where it could come into play but it's such a hard read with him you know it'd, it'd be nicer if they were throwing him the ball every once in a while too you know, even if it's just three receptions a game, that would just give you that nice floor. Yeah. But without that, he's so hard to count on. You're right. I mean, and the thing that you want, that you look at here with the uh, with the Texans is that they exploded last week offensively, which was nice to see. So maybe they keep it going here against the Chiefs uh, and stay on pace with the Chiefs and keep it close all the way through. So maybe they can mix in the run every drive instead of falling behind like 17 nothing or something, 17-3. Uh, I will say this, according to the DVOA, Football Outsiders, Kansas City is 8th against the pass and 30th against the run. That's interesting. Take what you, take what you want from that. Uh, but Carl Side, Duke Johnson, he just needs to get more, more touches overall. The guy's just efficient with the touches that he gets. He just doesn't get enough of them. Uh, and he could give you a decent floor if he gets those targets. Uh, otherwise, you definitely saw in Hopkins, Watson, Will Fuller after the explosion last week. On the Chiefs side of things, which receiver, Jim, would you rather start out of all these Chiefs? Let's say Hill doesn't play. Let's say Watkins doesn't play. Which receiver are you starting first? Yeah, I just got that question in the chat room. Well, more it was Robinson or Pringle. But, right. you know, at this Pardon point, me. you have to ask yourself, why did Pringle get such a big play last week? coming out of nowhere. Right. Um, you know, that's got to be your question is, is was that a one-week aberration or do they really like this kid enough to where, you know, if this is the route that has to go, Watkins out, Hill out, does he become their primary pass catcher? Mm-hmm. At this point after last week, you got to go with what's new and what's hot and that's Pringle. But I think if both of those guys are out, Hill and uh, Watkins, I, I think Demarcus Robinson comes into play as well. Marcus Robinson. Yeah, I think I'm with you. He'd be the first. Uh, then, I guess, Pringle and then Hardman, because Hardman's been like the third wide receiver no matter what on the Chiefs. Yeah, I, I would put Hardman third, too. Yeah, so there you have it. If you, if you have that situation going on with the Chiefs, uh, in the ground game, Damian Williams, LaShawn McCoy, but I don't know, after last week, it's tough to start LaShawn McCoy. Right? I mean, are, are you starting LaShawn McCoy, George? Well, McCoy was taken out because of uh, pass protection issues. Uh, Randy, Andy Reid wasn't happy, and we saw Mahomes get hurt. Not that it was because of McCoy's missed block or not blocking great, but I think he's uh, starting to worry about McCoy uh, about Mahomes getting a little dinged up, right? Especially that ankle over and over again. He's not quite the same passer. He can't to move around and make those plays. So that's why McCoy got uh, his playing time reduced. Uh, to answer your question, uh, I have McCoy in a couple of leagues, and right now he's not starting for me this week. Yeah. Uh, so that lets you know, yeah, I'm worried about it as well. I don't know what's going to happen. There are a lot of cooks in the kitchen to try and figure it out there, and I have to worry about the pass protection issues as well. 
it was an easy choice for me to stay away from. I'm pretty strong at running back in those days in which I had McCoy. But I don't know. Maybe he gets back in there today. I don't. I don't think any of us knows. I think Reed does have some trust in McCoy. It might might have just been a one game thing where he missed a couple of blocks and and Reed punished him for it and he gets back on track here. McCoy hasn't been known throughout uh, that throughout his career as someone who can't block. So I think he'll be all right. So I'm not. I, if I if I didn't have the options that I had, yeah, I uh, I don't think I would overly worry about it. But it's more that there's so many guys there. That's the bigger problem for me. Right. There's so many options. I mean, uh, Damian Williams too. I would have a tough time. Plugging in right now as a starter. Not me. Not me at all. You're okay with it? I don't have any problem with it. See, the one, one good thing about Damian Williams is you know he'll get involved in the passing game uh, all the time, no matter who's on the field. He's going to get involved in the passing game. He's going to be their number one RB passing option mm-hmm. uh, pretty much all the time. So I have really don't have any quandaries about him. And, you know, Texans have given up a lot more through the air than they have on the ground so far. So it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. But I don't, I don't have any problem with Damian Williams. And heck, it, as George said, George said, you know, I'm thinking that's one game thing. He missed a couple that he usually doesn't miss, and that was just their way of saying, okay, well, your your head's not in the game today. Let's make a change. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's going to be something that rolls over. McCoy has been playing well for them, and I think that continues. I mean. Before last week, he had three touchdowns in the two previous games. So there you go. Uh, I, I think it was a one-week aberration. I, I, unless I have a really much better option, I'm still going to play him this week. Okay. Yeah. I just uh, look at them, and there's a lot of options. That's what you know. I'm with George. There. There's just a lot going on. You don't know really who's hey, going to get what. But you hey, did Chris, say Damian Williams. Yes, yeah, sir. What, what's the what's the number to call in? Because Perry would like to call in. He does. He doesn't have the number, and I don't remember it. On Friday, it's different. Uh, so every day, uh, it's usually 844-8436879. Brian, what's the number? Well, don't give him the one that doesn't work on Friday. Give him the one that works on Friday. Yeah, what's the number on Friday, Brian? Say it again. The number to call on Friday. Give me a sec. <laughs> he needs a sec, Brian. But let's let's go to the the next game here. New Orleans Saints at Jacksonville Jaguars. I picked up my first share of Gardner Mitchell on the year. That's why I'm wearing the Jaguars hat. Applause. Uh, Gardner Minshew finally on a roster for me. Uh, but they're minus one. They're the favorites at home against the Saints. They're minus 130 on the money line. Plus 112 New Orleans on the money line. Over on the 44. What's the number? 347-767-7614. So 347-767-6614. You want to give us a call? Give us your start sick questions before the end of the program here. You don't have a lot of time, but... Try to get it in, and we got you. Uh, so, George, Saints, Jags, what do you like uh, uh, here in this game? Who, who, who are definites in fantasy, too? Uh, I don't know who's this. Man, I was talking to George. such a tough game. Oh, you asking George. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. George, you there? My bad. <laughs> All right, let's uh, go to- well, I, there was a lot of dead air time, so I thought you were looking at me, and I was answering was somebody talking? in the chat room. So. <laughs> I'm here. Go ahead, George. Right. Talk. I won't interrupt you again, George. Don't worry. All right. So uh, you're starting Fournette. Obviously, he's hot. Uh, you mentioned no, Minshew. I, I know when to keep my mouth shut when I'm told to keep my mouth shut, so don't worry about me. Go ahead. And he go. continues to interrupt. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when it comes to Minshew, it'll depend on whether or not uh, what your other quarterback is on your roster there. Saints have a good defense. I mean, they're also, they're also a good DST play this week if you have Chicago or Buffalo and you need someone to pick up. I don't mind picking up the Saints to play uh, this week. Uh, but Fournette, you're starting. DJ Chark worries me somewhat because I do wonder if Lattimore follows them all over. 
Uh, if I'm the uh, if I'm the uh, the coordinator for New Orleans, yeah, he, he's traveling. I don't see what do you worry about Westbrook. Uh, he's traveling in my mind. He shut down Amari Cooper, shut down Michael Thomas. I'm riding that, and I'm gonna have him uh, shut down Chark, force Mitchell to throw to somebody else, which Mitchell can do. But I, I'd rather have Westbrook beat me or Conley or Marquis Lee, whoever or whoever all these other guys are. And that's really it for uh, Jacksonville. For New Orleans, you're starting the, the normal characters, right? You know, you're going to start Thomas, you're going to start Kamara, everybody else in there. You probably have to start Cook. I mean, unless you're really deep at tight end, I don't think you have a choice. I don't like him, but yeah. what else are you going to do here? I do. I listen. I wonder, like everybody else, is Ramsey going to play? Is it going to change anything? I don't think he's going to travel. I doubt he travels to cover Mike Thomas, but it, it could slow yeah. him down somewhat. I doubt, I doubt Ramsey plays this week. I feel like he's just, his head's not into it. But uh, we got a couple calls on the line. Derek from where? Uh, Brian? Derek from Cali on the line. What is up? Shout out to the Goon Squad. What's up, Derek? What's up, Goon Squad? Hey, check this out. Um, I called yesterday, but I got a trade offer. I'm the guy that's got, uh, I got Disley and I've got Andrews. So I've got two good tight ends, but I really need help with wide receiver. Okay. And I offered the guy, uh, I offered the guy Andrews for Kenny Galladay, but he declined and said he wanted Disley for Galladay. Would you do that? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, really. Absolutely. Absolutely. Galladay's a beast. Freak. There you go. Awesome, Derek. One more. Lucas from Texas. I, I would do that. Absolutely. What is hey, up, Lucas, already, my man? Got two good tight ends. He's good. Yeah, oh, I, called, had to buy I called yesterday about the, the DeAndre Hopkins yep. uh, deal, and so, I got a trade offer for him last night, uh, Odell Beckham for DeAndre Hopkins. Straight up. I wouldn't do it. No. Yeah. I wouldn't no, do it. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll yeah, Hopkins. I declined it. I tried I try to offer him. I have much more faith in Watson bouncing back than I do in uh, Baker. Baker Mayfield at this point. What were you saying, Lucas? Yeah, I had uh, I had offered him Hopkins for CMC, but he declined it. He didn't. Yeah, I expect that. (laughs) He didn't done that too. So Uh, I had a question. I heard y'all talking about the Lashawn McCoy. I have Rojo and I have Lashawn McCoy to start. Who? Who who should I start? I mean, I'm going with Sean McCoy over Rojo. Sorry. I'm going McCoy too, and Chris is going to go Rojo because he has no choice. <laughs> yes. No. I. I mean, I. <laughs> I don't have McCoy anyway, so you know, of course, I'm going with Rojo. Um, but I mean, listen, you probably should go with McCoy. It's probably the smarter play. Uh, but I, Rojo's been getting touches. I mean, it looks like he's probably going to surpass Peyton Barber pretty soon here. But Carolina's been tough. We'll be still saying that week 15. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one day, uh, week 15, he'll do it. I promise. No, it's not. It'll happen sooner rather than later. Uh, just got to hope for that touchdown, too. It's annoying that they also put Dare Ogumba Wale in there for pass catching work when Ronald Jones is a pretty good pass catcher, pretty under uh, underrated there in, in that department. So uh, I think Yeah, but they're still worried about him protecting the quarterback. I know. They're always worried about that with him. That's true. Uh, but what is. Newly added weight. I feel like he's a little better with that. Um, we'll see. But what would you say, Brian? One minute. All right. No more call. Thanks for the calls, guys. Uh, yeah, that Disley for uh, Disley for, for Galladay, that's a great play, especially if you have Mark Andrews. I mean, you're not losing anything in the, in the starting lineup. You got Mark Andrews. So that's a must. And Galladay is just a freak. He's just a great receiver. I know Disley's really good, but uh, you have Andrews, so you're all good there. Uh, rather have the receiver. Super talented wide receiver. I just think he's better anyway uh, on the Lions. So there you have it. All right. Fantasy Taz, Jim Day, George Kurtz, your boy, the closer, Chris Ventra. Guys, any last words before we're out for the weekend? Week six. 
Remember, set your lineups early. England, 9.30. England, 9.30, that's right. Set those lineups up Saturday night if you're not out and whacked or something. All right. On a halfway go Friday, Fantasy Football Frenzy's out. Good luck this weekend, everybody. Shout out to the Goon Squad. BFFs are up next. Later. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. I'm going to miss you. Here's what you missed on Fantasy Football Frenzy. I didn't want it to end. Old boy Alex Fasano down in the pit versus Barstool Brian, and I will be official quarterback of this game. You could watch it live on Periscope. On Gabe Morenci's Periscope, because that's where we're going to be streaming it. We're going to film the whole thing, because uh, there's a big beef. Who's a better football player between Brian and Alex? So that, we're going to check that out today. Can I come tackle him? It's two-hand touch, Jim. You can. Yeah, well, that always goes out the window when I play. <laughs> we're going to the go Chelsea my, Park. Go back to my boys club's days, and that never worked there either. Yeah, we. I mean, I know. T- I only touched him with him. two hands. <laughs> 
It's called rough touch. That's what they call it. When uh, you tackle a little bit with the two-hand touch. Official but quarterback. That's something I haven't heard. In a long a time, right? My God. Can I be official quarterback? Uh. <laughs> I'm official quarterback. I mean, listen, I got the arm. Gardner Minshew. You know what I'm saying? What the Jaguars have right now. Um, I just said, what happens, though, if I blow the game? You know, what if I blow it with a horrible pass? That's not on them. That wouldn't prove anything. So I got to make sure I'm on If you're the official quarterback for both sides, it is what it is. You're just like a referee on the field. Whatever happens, happens. Wow. We could use a ref, though. That would be good. Uh, even though I'm neutral in the situation. And I have Gabe ref. Yeah, well, maybe. We'll see what Gabe's doing. He's always busy, though. You know, Gabe's on every single show, every single day, every <laughs> single hour. So you can catch Gabe at any time. Uh, fantasy football frenzy. We're talking Thursday night football. The Giants. Uh, yeah, like I said, you know, they, uh, they kept it tough in the first half. You knew it was going to get... They pulled away with it, the, the Patriots eventually. I mean, Hilleman didn't do much on the ground. We expected that. The only guy that you played well You missed your big Giants, opportunity. Who? You. Me? With Hilleman? Oh, you could have gotten me to have a tattoo right now. Oh, that's right. Wait, was it the... Uh, oh, plus 25. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. You got plus 21. Oh, yeah. Are you actually doing the math? No, I'm not doing 30, the math. 35 minus 14, <laughs> 21. I mean, it was closer. He had I to expected. take his sneakers off behind the, the desk there, George. <laughs> I had to count well, them on my fingers. Get the 21, he might have to take something else off, too. <laughs> oh, well, though. Well, yeah, I would have won that. What would you have gotten yeah, a tattoo that, of? That, that, that's only a half. Yeah. <laughs> it was close to the, the, the spread was close. Uh, if you teased it. <laughs> that's the only way, though. Um, otherwise, yeah. It looked worse than it was, though. You know what I'm saying? It looked worse than what. Only Giant to really do anything this game. I mean, Daniel Jones just didn't look that good. 15 for 31. No, he's got rookie-itis of holding the ball too long. The thing he's got that he's got to get rid of is not every single play has to be a positive play. It just doesn't. Right. Sometimes it's better off to throw the ball away than to take the sack or fumble it or try and throw up some desperation pass. And most rookie quarterbacks have to learn that lesson. That's what he has to learn. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 